Tonight on the update, a dozen children missing after the death of Partisan have been found. You'll want to know what they're telling Rainsboro PD about who or what saved them. Officials at the Rainsboro Museum of Fine Art report a number of priceless masterpieces have been vandalized by what they're calling the Cheeto Vandito. What's his story? We'll have it. Plus, we're responding to reports of a battle between the World Defense Force and the renegade so-called Knights of Rainsboro. Coming up tonight on The Update, right after Brad Meltzer's Unencoded. Partisan, the Knight of Rainsboro, the city's greatest hero, is dead. But evildoers continue eternal. Citizens fear they now live in a world without heroes. But heroes emerge from the shadow of a champion's fall to take up their rightful place as the Knights of Rainsboro. Paul is Hair Trigger. Tim is the Coyote. Wayne is the Rambling Ricochet. Andrew is the Necropath. on to tell us what happened last time in Rainsboro and hear that person just like drop a deuce on air. <laughs> so start lead us lead us lead us in Aaron. <laughs> You're giving them time to try to remember. Come on <laughs> so, Everyone's like what did happen? Who, who wants to tell me what happened last time? I kicked John's ass. I knew that was going to be the first thing. Now, Wayne Wayne feels confident about that because I know he re-listened to the audio today. Just that part of it, though. Uh, Just the end. Well, here's what here's what really happened. The World Defense Force was in town to uh, bring in Hair Trigger because Hair Trigger had been – she had a warrant out for her arrest for her little espionage thing. For the terrorists. She's suspected of uh, blowing up the, the big building where the biotech uh, firm was – They couldn't seem to find her, so I helped them out. Right. And so in the meantime, the World Defense Force met the new superior in town, Riptide, who was more than than happy to uh, agree to try to help them bring in this fugitive of justice. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, you know, we – what was that? guy the the shadow guy that teleported we made a deal with him he left town and he decided he was not going to be uh doing any more heinous shit was the uh was the technical term and uh it all kind of threw down at the carnival if i remember right yeah because ricochet is uh brain damaged and decided (laughs) you know just essentially facilitated uh, setting up Hair Trigger so that the World Defense Force could jump her at the carnival. Yeah, yeah. Ricochet was convinced that they were there to recruit him into the World Defense Force. Right. So, By ratting at your friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hair Trigger couldn't have been more punked if Ashton Kutcher was on the, on the scene. It's true. She was punked. Yeah, she now, was. Now, Tim, remind me. I, I guess I forgot. Where was Coyote in all this? 
he was uh, at his houseboat ignoring his phone. <laughs> working on his Segway, I believe. Uh, working on his, working working one of his one of his other uh, hobbies. We'll just call it that. S- Segway repair. And <laughs> who remembers where they were as we wrapped things up? I was on the roof, and John was in the middle of a teacup. With Ooh, I was in a houseboat with two wounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes, John, John was uh, unconscious on the teacup ride, and uh, right. I believe Wayne. I think you were on the uh, the watchtower, the lighthouse. Yep. Yes. I think all three of us were up there. I think Hair Trigger, myself, and and Ricochet were all still on the. Little tower, and and I believe there were two bad guys: one big strong dude, uh, and uh, the little magician magister, right? Uh, Magus, Magus, damn it. Okay, uh, Magus and the. I say I know necropath whispered to uh, to hair trigger get out of here, and then I, was run over by a flying train. Basically, I think he jumped up and I tried to engage him in civil conversation. And he bull rushed me. You offered him a cigar. Yes. <laughs> Is that what I did? Yeah. That's what you did. It didn't did. go well. And then he, he he checked you out of the out of the way. Man, he, that guy doesn't really understand the idea of uh actually this is technically superhero brutality since I've done absolutely nothing wrong. I'm putting out Benny's, Tim. Get, you you yeah. have three. Uh, I'm carrying over the activity from last time. I think Andrew, you are at two Bennies. Okay. Uh Wayne, I think that is that true of you as well? Does that sound about right? That sounds right. I think I had gotten one early, and then I used one to try to, you know, hit. I know that Paul is down to one, and uh, John, I don't recall that you used any. Well, that would be a first for me. I mean, I don't no, he used he used one to soak up, so he wasn't That's actually right. so he's down to two. Sorry, my notes are a little sketchy in this regard. Okay, so we I, are... I always use all my bennies. Magus and Atlas. Uh, Atlas is up on the uh, the lighthouse. Watch. Yeah, is is up on the the the, uh, the balcony up there on the on the lighthouse, and uh, uh, Magus is hovering in the air. Um, Riptide is out uh, in the, you know riding in the teacup ride, uh, currently <laughs> unconscious, <laughs> spinning. I just teleported away from the fight because they told me to get out of there. So I teleported away from the fight and I called Coyote and told him to get his ass there. You were down like on the ground level over by like the main gates or something. Yeah, yeah. Just outside of the main gates. That's what it was. So you said John's character is actually unconscious in the teacups, right? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. That's where we start. So I'm dealing initiative right now. Now there is a Joker been dealt on this hand. I will stand up and kind of brush myself off. And uh, kind of look annoyed at Atlas. Be like, uh, there's really no cause for violence. And that is your uh, your go. That's it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Joker out. Next up is Magus. Green light flashes from his hands, uh-huh. and you know you, you hear him. He he rumbles something out of out of his mouth that just it sounds like gibberish, some kind of foreign arcane language. And you, the the light erupts from his hands, and two bolts go circling the top of the lighthouse and then dart away. And next up is Atlas. He throws a long a a uh, bench. That's you know from uh, the lighthouse balcony. Yeah, there's a little there's a there's like sitting you know okay. where you can sit, and uh, he throws the bench at you and it just whistles by a hair past you. Next up is Wayne. I'm uh, I scream out, "Hey, leave Doc alone!" I'm gonna take swing it at. 
That is not a hit. And give it three. That is not a hit. And Paul. Yes, sir. Your turn. All right. Um, well, obviously, I've, I've already hung up the phone because Coyote did not pick up. Right. So I am going to port to the teacups and... Um, I hope I can do this all in one move, and you, if I can't, you just tell me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will grab John, or not John. I will grab um, Riptide. Okay, and uh, and I will port him out. Okay, what you can do in this round is you can port there and you can grab him. You can't do the second port. Okay. Okay. Unless you want to, you could call a multiple action and take a a uh, uh, reduction on it. Okay. Um, now. Yeah, so that's what you could do. If if you needed to do it all at one time, uh, you could you could it would be an automatic teleport there. But the second one, you would have a difficulty roll to it since you're trying two different things at the same time. <sighs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna port there and grab him. Uh, can I grab him with my gun up to his head? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just in case anybody sees me. Okay. So you you port there. You grab him. You 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 slap the gun up to his head. Riptide. You wake up. Your your immediate sense is uh, the the push of, of cold metal against your forehead. Uh, you realize you're being held by the woman that uh, you had met before. You know she smells very similar to the woman that uh, you met at the uh, cafe. Well, I'll uh, as I come out of my groggy state, I will sort of groan and say. Would that be a gun you've got to my head? Yes, it is. What the hell's going on here? That's a damn good question. I'm so confused. <laughs> now, you're maskless, right? I mean, oh no, but you always wear sunglasses during the daytime. Uh, actually, he, he, does have, he does have a mask of sorts, kind of. But, yeah, it doesn't really cover his face. But, yeah, the sunglasses are the main, the main thing. Yeah, he would, be, he would look different because he doesn't have those. All right. What well, can I no- roll a notice roll to see if I recognize him? You can. Your difficulty here, I'm going to call it a seven. All right. And so my notice would be my... You don't actually have notice, do you? Since you don't have the skill, it's a D4 and a D6 minus two. Uh, all right. I did not get it. Um, what, you want to spend a Benny? Oh, my yeah. My last yeah. Benny. And yeah. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning of the night. Uh-huh. You what know, could go why wrong? not? What could go wrong? Do no, gonna... wait. I can, I can give you five reasons not to. Do it. You're going to do it, right, Paul? I'm going to do it. Awesome. <laughs> That's our Paul. And it didn't work out in my favor. Huh. Shocker. Shock. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. You, pro- you probably won't need that Benny later on. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like to live life on the edge. Okay. Uh, next up is uh, Magus. Paul, you are uh, sitting there. You know, you've got the gun up against Riptide's head. You know, you've got him pulled close, you know. By the scruff of his neck, you know, gun up there. And all of a sudden, you see two green bolts dive out of the sky and light you up like a candle. You are lit up like a Christmas tree. I mean, just green everywhere. But you you discharge your gun. But fortunately, you had been knocked back a little bit, so it shoots wide of riptide. <laughs> but it, it knocks you. It, it, you stagger back. And roll roll to the ground and are no worse for, for wear. You you catch your feet, but I mean you very nearly blew Riptide's head off. Cool, <laughs> cool, yeah, that's great. <laughs> okay, so uh, those two are done. Atlas, 
who has the uh, Joker, turns on Wayne. So he lands a hit, but really doesn't do anything to you. Okay. Well, I'm still a bit uh, confused as to why um, Hair Trigger didn't just take me out. So I'm going to stand up and just – I'm going to look at her and say, just turn yourself in. Don't make any provocative actions. I'm going to uh, raise my hands up to Atlas. We, yeah, so basically I do the uh, – you know, I raise my hands up to the whole, uh, you know, whoa, 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 tall, dark, and really tough looking. We don't need to. And then I kick him in the nuts. <laughs> reaches down, grabs himself as he's bent over. I, uh, I haul back and punch him right in the side of the face. And he's just kind of staring at me, probably with angry eyes right about now. His his eyes are, are less angry and more uh, deeply, deeply concerned about his man stuff. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> last up is Andrew. Like my ability to communicate effectively is, is not getting through to Magus or Atlas, which I, I, I'm disappointed about. So, as I understand, Atlas is bent over, like, clutching his man junk. Yes, he is. And he looks pretty tough. Yeah, he's a pretty tough guy. You know, I, I imagine just kind of wave my hand in his general direction, kind of a Jedi mind trick type wave, and be like, why don't you take a nap, big guy? And then he just kind of kind of spasms for a minute, and it sounds like he, he keeps his feet, though, and maybe staggers drunkenly a little bit, though. Aaron, how's he doing wound-wise now? He's uh, shaken with a wound. Okay, I thought I'd give him a wound too. I guess I shook him. Yeah, you just shook him. Okay. Got another Joker on the table. Ooh, who gets it this time? Wayne does. Wayner! This is your t- chance to shine, baby. So, Wayne, your you're, you're first go. Do you want to hold right. your action or do you want to go ahead no, and take I'm, it? I'm going first. Okay. <laughs> Ricochet, yeah. Uh, well, like I said, he, had, uh, he cracks his knuckles, goes for the nice. Big right punch. The other uh, right punch leaves him staggering back. Then he comes up with an uppercut right to the jaw and knocks him right off the roof. Because that has knockback, too. Right. So where does he land? I'm thinking teacups. <laughs> Did you call your shot? Did you point like uh, Casey at the bat and uh, you know call your shot? He didn't point, but after it's over, he does a uh, he does his normal little uh, you know jump up and down. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Teach you to try to mess with Doc. Thanks, thanks, buddy. <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. So I don't fly. Who's gonna get the guy, the flying guy? I can't fly. Oh wait, is it my turn? I've got an idea. I, I've got a plan. <laughs> Yay! Magus, however, has set his sights on uh, one Ms. Hair Trigger. Paul, what's your parry? Five. Five. That's a hit then. Yay. Um, and then... <laughs> no, boo. Boo. <laughs> Ooh, that explodes. <laughs> Once again, boo. Holy shit, it exploded again. <sighs> and I should say that it, I should say it's a 12-sider. So, uh, uh, 31 points of damage, Paul. Hmm. Paul, we're going to have to work on what it means when someone tells you to get out of here. <laughs> what's, what's your toughness? Uh, my toughness is a four. Okay, so uh, you are uh, shaken and three wounds and out. <sighs> Just downslope from the teacups. <laughs> Ooh, is it my turn now? It is your turn. So Magus is floating there, and he's just yeah. thrown this through this big bolt of something down at uh, Hair Trigger, right? Correct. 
And she's been laid. Can you describe what that looks like? Yeah, she is laid out. She no, no, I mean the big bolt or whatever, whatever he oh, used to lay her out with. His big bolt, you know, you had seen him fire the 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 two green bolts, and this right. one was a deep, dark crimson uh, mm-hmm. bolt with little sparkly bits of uh, gold around it. Okay, so he's looking down at the teacups when he does this. Uh huh. So that means his back would be to the water tower. Currently. That's correct. To the to the to the lighthouse. I, I my thought is I'm going to take a running jump, you know, put one foot to base up off the railing and throw myself onto his back. Okay. Now uh, he is not like immediately off of the rail, so there's going to be a degree of difficulty here to your agility roll. How far away is he then? Uh, he he's about a good uh, oh 18 feet out. Well, that seems unlikely then, if especially if he's above us, that I'd be able to get to him. But you know you're 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 a hero. Well, I am, but I can't fly. So no, I thought he was closer than that. He came up and was talking to us. <laughs> I didn't think he was twenty feet away. He's uh, a necropath. He's not Carl Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially since I I picture him floating above the railing. So yeah, and he is. Yeah, yeah. If he was down, maybe. But no, I can't. I can't go eighteen feet out. That's a uh, cookie talk. Cookie talk. Um, but maybe Ricochet could throw you. He's already gone this round. Uh, I guess I'll just he have to. Would be blast. happy to throw you on his next round, though. I, <laughs> here, I'll, I'll, I'll do it this way then. Uh, the first thing I'll do is I will mind blast uh, our good friend Magus. Okay. So D eight D six. Don't fail me now. I don't care for that rule. I'm gonna binny that mother up. Are you? Yeah, I am, and I have, and that'd be an eight. Okay, that's a hit. And that'd be a 14 total to hit. Okay. Uh, AP2, 3d6. Do I get a raise on my uh, for damage? Uh, what was the damage again? Uh, to hit my to hit was 14. Oh, okay. I, uh, no, because okay. it would need to be 16. Very good. And 18, 17, 18, 19 points in. Ouch. Okay. And then after I do that, I'm going to look at my look at Ricochet and be like, throw me. <laughs> All right, John. Well, and and uh, I should say that as you're uh, as you are, uh, you know, there on the teacups and you've seen what's happened to Hair Trigger. You saw what happened to Atlas. Well, what happened to Mage? Uh, Mage just took a hit and he was floating in the air. Uh, he's yeah. shaken with a wound and I'll deal with that on when it comes around. OK, Um but uh, uh, you see all of that going on. You see Magus is under attack from the guys up on the, the lighthouse. Um, and you it's, – it's just a flash of something like a uh, – I won't call it deja vu, but you know, a, a flash of just suddenly a memory um, that you, you seem to uh, – something was talking to you. Something, someone was talking to you while you were unconscious, and that's it. That's odd. Do I, I mean, do I, was it a male, female, or anything distinguishing about the voice? It was male, but uh, it, it's just a, a hint. You're just like, you realize that something was going on in the time that you were knocked unconscious to the time that you woke up, uh-huh. and uh, you, you feel like some, some information was shared. But I can't remember what it was. Not at the moment. Not in the, in the flash of battle okay. that we have here. Right. So it just might be something okay. you want to put a pin in. Got it. <laughs> um, I, I'll, yeah, I'll kind of shake my head at that, but I'm after watching uh, Hair Trigger crumple up in a ball like that and get hit so hard. I'm, I'm that doesn't that doesn't set t- 
too well with me. Where I come from, we don't beat up on the ladies too much. We don't uh, knock on the ladies unless they're getting no. a little lippy. <laughs> right. So, so I'm going to run over there to her and kneel down and see if she's breathing. Uh, you know, that was an extremely hard hit. I want to make sure that she's okay. Um, she is breathing. Uh, she is quite unconscious. Wow. Okay. Well, that'll be my action. And that is your action. All right. Let's deal some cards. God damn. What's with the jokers tonight? I don't know. <laughs> You've got six jokers in your deck. <laughs> it's a pinochle deck. That's right. Okay. Um, the joker went to Magus, who Ooh. is uh, currently shaken with a wound. Okay. So he spins a Benny to unshake. And then it's a vigor roll to uh, lose the wound. And he removed the wound. Okay, so he is not shaken. He is not wounded. And he is flying away uh, from the uh, lighthouse and Mm -hmm. down towards the teacups. But he is firing behind him as he goes at the top of the lighthouse. He's blind firing? Yeah. So he's going to have a harder difficulty on that. What's your uh, parry, Andrew? Me? Yeah. Well, it's it's. Let me click this up. It, my parry is six, but he's at a minus three to hit me for the te- telekinesis. So okay. you could think of it as a parry of nine if you okay. like. Nine plus he's going to need. I'm throwing an additional difficulty of plus two on there uh, because he's you know firing as he retreats essentially. Right. Um, so he's got to have an eleven to hit you. So here we go. Ooh, I got uh, a six on the wild die, so I'm going to roll that again. Yep. Come on, five. Come on, five. Sweet oh, number go, five. Go, go for another six if Damn you it. go for it, man. Damn it. No. It, uh, the, the red and gold bolt of, of, of power goes searing past you and hits the, uh, the glass window of the White House, blowing them out. Oof. But, of course, you're caught in the shrapnel of the uh, exploding glass, and it severs your jugular. I'm sorry. You bleed out. <laughs> <laughs> Reflexive telekinesis. <laughs> Prevents blast damage. Well, it's like uh, Dune. It's the slow blade that gets through. One, oh, one right. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the che- oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, he has uh, uh, is flying down towards the teacups, and Wayne. All right. I'm running over to the edge of the roof, jumping off, and doing a death from above leap at him. Okay. Then I just tell him to throw me. Uh, yes, you did. Even I knew that's a bad idea. Teamwork. Uh, so I missed with that. Because <laughs> I got a three. Yeah. You want to spin that Benny? I'm going to regret this. Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. You are Benny-less now. All right. That is a five. Okay. Now, um... You would have needed a 10 to get him, plus there was an additional difficulty because of his flying away. So you miss, right? Okay. So so you don't make contact with him. So you hit on the ground, and of course, you know, you're all super and whatnot, so you just land on the ground. It's, it's no, uh, no damage to you. You do have a second attack, though. What are you going to do now? You could try another leap. You know, you could kind of Hulk bounce at him. Um, what is... Uh What's hair trigger look like right now? Uh, what you could see from where you were, you can't see her from where you are, but where you were on the lighthouse, she was unco- unconscious, laid out flat. 
Uh, instead of going for the attack with him, I am jumping towards her. Okay. I I'm trying to get there so, so just, I can shield her. Okay, so you're just running towards the teacups. Yeah, I'm basically trying to get myself between the teacups and him. Okay. And, you know, it's it, the, the teacups. It sounds so dangerous. Okay, uh, John, your turn. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of, uh, I'm still very confused about what all happened then, about, especially about this odd voice thing that happened in my head. Uh-huh. Um, so if if uh, if her trigger's okay, um, this may just look like he's in pretty bad shape. Uh, he looks like, he looks like he's been hit, but he doesn't look like yeah. he's fallen apart. I mean, come on, World Defense Force, not his first rodeo. Right, right. I'm just gonna hold my action then. Okay. And then next up is Andrew. Uh, so Mages is floating away. Uh, Atlas is down there. And I, how how high up is this light tower thing we're standing on? Uh, it is about 40 feet tall. Uh, it's a lot of stairs. Uh, do you want to jump? Mm, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Um, Come on, Batman would do it. Not Batman. Uh, I don't have the little nifty gadgets he has. Ricochet would do it. <laughs> I'm not as tough as Ricochet, and nor do I bounce like Ricochet. Uh, I'm kind of at a loss what I can do to contribute at this point. Uh, I guess I'll just start run downstairs. Okay. You know what you need? Uh, something to, like some sort of movement power. Or a grapple gun. Well, sure, that would help me. Yeah. You know, that, I think that would be helpful in your line of work, particularly yeah. since you have some unreliable friends. Uh, who run off without me? Uh-huh, who, who yeah. when you have established a plan... You know, just still leave you. You know, yeah. I did like, kill so, him by throwing him off of a really tall building. I did ask you to. You did. No, I'll uh, I'll just how how fast I kind of forgotten. I hear that I have a pace of six. Yeah. Uh, that I can add another d six. So how many? How many? A flight of stairs is how many boxes? It, we're just gonna we're just gonna sh- you know make it fast and it'll take you two turns to get out of the building. Okay. So this yeah. is my first turn right downstairs. Then. Right. Okay. Okay. So dealing some cards and I won't deal anything for Andrew since he'll be off the, off the table for a moment. Indeed. You guys hear a brilliant crack of thunder, uh, followed by gigantic flashes of arcing lightning from clouds that have just poured in out of nowhere. And look up in the sky. <laughs> you see a uh, your friendly neighborhood Native American superhero uh, riding in on his spectral horse. Timmy. Wow. Yeah. Um, you uh, pulled a Joker this round. Outstanding. What What do I? What can I easily gather from the situation here? Okay. You, you. Well, what you easily gather from the situation is that it's situation normal. Everything's fucked up. Okay. Um, oh, you, plan A. <laughs> you see that the the top of the uh, lighthouse here at the at the carnival has been uh, smashed up pretty bad. You've got some railings damaged, and all the windows are, are bashed out. As you look around, you see uh, Ricochet making a beeline towards the teacups, uh, the teacup ride, and you see the teacup ride has uh, an unconscious uh, superhero uh, that you believe his name is Atlas, you know, uh, very large figured uh, African-American gentleman. Um, You see Hair Trigger is also laid out unconscious. Standing above her is a guy you've not seen before uh, wearing your your typical spandex outfit and he's got uh, Um, he's got uh, he's got a dark blue bodysuit silver bracers uh, no shoes, got bare feet and hands, got a mask that covers 
the top half of his face, uh, and not the bottom. That's that's about it. And 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 uh, Coyote notices just on body language, this stranger is putting himself in between Hair Trigger and the gentleman flying out of the sky, who. Um, you recognize as Magus, uh, the the sorcerer on the World Defense Force, and he is making a beeline towards Hair Trigger. But of course, this stranger is uh, standing between them. And again, Ricochet's vectoring in pretty pretty hot and heavy. You you see me coming down from the sky. I I uh, probably Ricochet is the only one that really sees this. He sees me veer the horse a little bit, mm-hmm. and there's just a gigantic collision in midair. Um, I'm leaning half out of my saddle by the time it's said and done because I tried to give him an elbow, and he's kind of spinning, t- heading towards the ground. Does Major still seem to be up though? Um, right now he's just you know spinning in the air and 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 you know getting ready to plow into the ground. I'm going to uh, to leap over there by him. Okay. Try to get there right about the uh, the time he goes to the ground, and uh, I'm just gonna kind of look at him. as like you're outnumbered. Just stop this now. We're all heroes. We don't need to do this. This isn't going to go against me joining the Global Defense Force, is it? Just want to make sure we're cool, right? Hello? You okay in there? He unshakes. He stands, turning. Hands are glowing uh, with all sorts of, of, of mystical energies just, just awaiting his command. And he says to you very sternly, she is under arrest. She is wanted for questioning. There is a legal warrant pending against her. Step away. She's innocent. I can't do that. When I hear uh, when I hear Ricochet say we're all heroes, my suspicions are confirmed that uh, these are really the good guys. And um, I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to say to to Magus. Yeah, uh, he he's right. We need to we need to stand down and talk about this. Talk? What's there to talk about? There is a legal warrant pending here. It just doesn't feel right. Are you more worried about the law or doing what's right? The law isn't always right. There is compelling evidence suggesting that this woman was involved in a terrorist act. I was in the building with her when they tried to blow us up. She's innocent. Okay, I land between him and Hair Trigger, and I say, "Stand down, or I drop you." And I've got like the electric crackling in my 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 glove, my hands too. I'd do it. You don't want to mess with him. He took out Honey Badger twice. <laughs> <laughs> he he looks over to Riptide, and he looks over to Ricochet, and he says, "The law applies to all of us." Andrew, you ha- you have uh, arrived on scene, and you witness all of this. Uh, I guess when I get there, I'll say, does that also apply to your buddy Atlas for his uh, aggravated assault against me? You were aiding and abetting. I was standing on a balcony, and he attacked me. How was I aiding and abetting standing there? You're standing close to her now than I was then. And I'm trying, with to her? Her, I'm trying to take her into custody. Right, but you I'm saying, Dean, I'm saying, no, I was you standing were, there I, and tried to talk to you, and instead I got ran over by your buddy Atlas there. I offered him a cigar, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stand down from from this criminal or not? Well, well I, you know, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure in this country you're innocent until proven guilty. Or, or is that wrong? Has that changed? That has not changed, and she'll have every opportunity to defend herself. So why are you calling her criminal? Why are you calling her criminal? She has because she's she she is huh. resisting arrest, and that by definition makes her a criminal. So uh, you served her with a warrant. I attempted to serve her with a warrant. Yeah, and we tried to talk to you, and you ran us over. I think I think what we have here is 
perhaps we should all stop shooting and a fussing and a fighting and actually have a civil discourse about things. Tell me about how she's going to turn herself in. Uh, tell me about how you're going to, you know, not attack us for no, you know, unprovoked reasons about talking first. I'm not attacking you right now, and we're having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. I notice your hands are still glowing, though. I notice his are. He points. <laughs> Coyote. Uh, Vegas, give us, give us. 48 she's hours. not going anywhere with you, Bucko. We'll, give us forty-eight hours. We'll prove her innocence. She can't prove her innocence from behind a jail cell. Well, and since we're talking. We'll, Perhaps we could see a copy of this this uh, warrant for arrest you keep referencing, but we haven't seen. He uh, pulls it from inside of his jacket and hands it to you. Okay. I'll say, uh, well, you know, traditionally, people are allowed a chance to come in on their own. Uh, is this an option here? If I have all of your word that she'll turn herself in tomorrow morning, that is an option. Well, yeah, we can have our lawyers look this over and make sure that yeah. there's no. nothing wrong. I, I'm just going to take her into custody then. You have lawyers? I don't have a lawyer. Well, you said we're a not a guy. Defense people aren't allowed to have uh, uh, lawyers represent them now? This is, absolutely. Okay, then why can't our lawyers look at the warrant? Yeah, because what I'm is hearing, I'm not hearing that you're turning her, that she's turning herself in. What I'm well, hearing she, is that you're going to play some, some legal games, and the fact of the matter is that that is a legal warrant. So she can either come with me now, or she can turn herself in first thing in the morning. How do you know? That's the commitment I'm looking for. Hey, Aaron, am I awake yet? Uh, Yes, you're coming around right now. Okay. Because am I awake enough to port away? You are. I port away (laughs) while they're arguing. I mean, they're going to go after me, I would imagine. So. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'm kind of grinning when I see that happen. He turns and uh, starts walking over towards where Atlas is. I'll say, uh, if this is all legal, we'll talk to her and, and have her turn herself in tomorrow. But uh, uh, I just can't take your word that's a legal warrant. I mean, come on. He, he doesn't say anything. He gathers up Atlas and flies off. You boys all come back now, you hear? Well, that could have gone dicks. better. Hmm. What, what the hell just happened? Who the fuck is that guy? He's uh, from the World <laughs> Defense Force. He's one of them? I turn. They both are. Uh, uh, no, no, no! Wait a minute. I'm, I'm not with. I'm, I'm cracking my they, knuckles. They, uh, they flew off and left me. I, I'm not with them. I, I, I don't even really know what I'm doing. I'm confused. Are you with us now? Because I, I don't know. I'm just curious how they found her here in the first place. Yeah how, how in the world could they have found us here? Let's uh, let's go plan how we're going to prove her innocence. Let's not worry about that now. <laughs> What's your name, Slick? Uh, uh, Riptide. Uh, uh, Riptide or just one uh, Riptide? It, it just Riptide. All right, all right. I, my bell's still kind of rung from Ricochet over there. Wow. I give Rick a nod. Uh, um, hey, do any of you, can any of you guys like, uh, uh, like talk to people in their heads, like telepathy kind of thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Why, why, why do you ask? <laughs> I, I swear for a minute there, I could hear somebody saying something to me. What, it, was probably, what? it was probably your conscience telling you that this was a really bad idea. What, was, what did it, what well, did it sound what? like? I don't, I don't know. It sounded like a male voice. Maybe it was just from Riptide's, or Riptide Ricochet's punch. A I male voice, you say? But you know there what? There were a this, lot of guys it, talking here. This this doesn't seem right. You're right. What's your what's your name? You're uh, 
I'm Dr. Necropath. Okay. Yeah, and we were here to look up, look for some big pinks before we got jumped. That's true. I've forgotten that completely in all the excitement. We were here looking for big pink work. Yeah, real, real superhero work besides dealing with legally bullshit. Uh, I'm well, I, was, I was looking. I've been looking for you guys. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm new here in town, and uh, you know, I'm I'm wanting to hit the superhero scene, and you know, then I hear that you're bad guys, but you don't seem like mm. bad guys. And uh, Hair Trigger really doesn't seem like a bad guy. Um, she's too cute to be a bad guy. So I walk so over to I, Coyote and kind of whisper whisper towards him. So you think Magus is the kind of guy that would you know attack people for stealing cable too? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh yeah. You break yeah any laws that are broken, they're gonna send their little watchdogs at us Bastard. or them. So should we should probably carry on and see if there actually are any big pinks, right? Yeah, sport. You wanna you wanna join so, us for some actual real superhero? Could could I really? Uh yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be so cool. It's the least you can do. I mean, we don't have a dental plan other than ricochet there. So. Hey, what, what, why don't you take a point? No. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds they like a great idea. Than I do, though. Uh, so now you guys have to help me remember. I don't recall exactly. I know we thought they were tunnels around here that we thought they might be moving through. Is that is that right, or am I making that up? Wayne, do you remember? <clears throat> so the teleporter guy said that he had teleported them down by the riverfront. So I had Lester looking through maps and footage in the general area, and he had found a like a loading dock that we thought was a, a likely place that was right nearby here. Hmm. Beautiful. Let's check uh, it out. Yeah, I'm going to go walk by the waterfront, Aaron. Okay. And I'm going to try to talk to fish. Okay. Nice. <laughs> okay. So tell me what I you're doing. I don't talk to fish. Well, I slap the waters to get a couple's attention, and uh-huh. then I, I kind of use the mysticism, like, get over here. Five fish swim their way to you. Underground underground tunnels. Big pink humans. You see them? It's worth the worm. Big fishers. Big fishers. Big fishers. Many, many. Big school. Yes. <laughs> it was a school. I kind of dig around in my pockets. I pull, like, some bubble gum or something, because that's all I have, but uh-huh. that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Uh, they, they, they indicate that uh, a large number of big pinks moved through the area uh, some days ago. Which, which direction? Uh, they indicate uh, out and towards the center of the, of the river and down. Is there an, under, is there an underwater tunnel there? Um, they, if there is, they're not aware of it. Okay. I, I relay this to them. I, I start digging around on the ground looking for a worm. Okay, you find one. All right, we'll split it in two and throw it out there. Um, when when uh, Coyote realizes that, I'll say, um, you know, underwater scouting is probably kind of my specialty. If Perfect. Yes. Yeah, because I hate getting this suit wet. You have no idea how long it takes to dry, and then when you're bouncing, it chafes, and it just really sucks. Yeah, the frills get wet. They, they take a while. <laughs> <laughs> if you're under any pink guys, they're not as tough as you probably think they are. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, if you could oh, find them, sure, that'd, be, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, just one one point of uh, clarity here for me. What What's a big pink? I'm yeah. sure I have a picture of one of my cell phones. I pull out my <laughs> cell phone and I bring, up a, uh, I bring up the background that shows a picture of me fighting one that Lester had set for me. This thing. Wow. Yeah, if I run into one of those, I'll be right back. Okay. Fast. So when he leaves, I turn to the, the other two, and I'm like, so what are we going to do about this uh, 
warrant thing. I can have some lawyers take a look at it and see if it's an actual airtight warrant or if there's some uh, legal. I'm no lawyer, but see, I, I know they can do things sometimes. If you nothing else, they can evidence that someone else blew up the warehouse. Well, hold on. Before you get to the illegal stuff, mm. uh, if, if nothing else, uh, the lawyers can probably negotiate for her to come in on her own recognizance. Like the can... way you think, Ricochet. You know, <laughs> you know what's making me uh, what's making me laugh here is that Riptide Secret ID Daniel Everett. He's a pre-law student, and I've got a D six in knowledge law, but I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want my secret <laughs> ID out there. <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's a shame she doesn't still work for Rack. I bet he's got all kinds of lawyers that could make this go away. He sure does. Maybe it was a bad move for her to, you know, to leave him. Isn't he like a consulting member with the World Defense Force or something? Yeah, he could have talked to them about this. They might have sometimes, him. sometimes you got to make your own way in the world, man. Making your way in the world. In the world today. Take the thing you got. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Riptide, you're out into the river? Yes, I will. Uh, I'll leap up, dive into the river, and uh, I will take off, and I will fire up the old uh, echolocation and take a look at what's around. Okay, so you have, <laughs> you have uh, followed the direction provided by uh, Coyote's Fish, and uh, you know you you have uh, you know gone down to the to, to, towards the center of the river, and you know you don't see any, or you know you don't echolocate anything, I should say. Um, you know, other than what you would expect to find down in the river, which, you know, uh, fish, um, you know, old oil barrels, um, a car, uh, but there you're, you're following the, the, the river bottom and there is a kind of a channel, uh, you know, just a, a natural kind of, you know, deep groove from, from erosion towards the bottom. And, uh, you notice that there is a, a large cable, probably uh, you know eighteen inches you know wide, uh, running the length of the river. Hmm. Okay. Uh, um. I'll follow it. Okay. Which, which direction do you want to go? Oh, east or yeah. west? Oh gosh. Um. I don't notice anything different about either direction. Uh. You know, one heads uh, out towards the sea, and one heads deeper into Rainsboro. Let's go deeper into Rainsboro. You're swimming along, and uh, you know after swimming for for several minutes, the cable dives under under you know kind of like turns you know towards the uh, south bank, and then dives underground. Okay. All right. So uh, not much that way. I will head back uh, the other way and head uh, head a little farther out to sea. Okay, so you're following it towards the other end? Yep, I'll okay. zip the other way real fast. So you guys are still out there on the side of the riverbed going, wow, this whole uh, swimming thing takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my phone. Uh-huh. I'm sitting on one of the teacups that isn't broke and be like, so guys, did you know that Blair from Facts of Life is on Survivor this season? I'm going to sigh, and uh, I'm going to just kind of move off and, and do some investigating. What are you investigating, Andrew? You know, I'm just bored. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kind of killing time waiting. I'm just going to kind of wander around the area and and see if anything jumps out of me as being odd. I'm going to follow up telling him everything that happened in every episode of Survivor so far this season. (laughs) I'm going to start carrying a gun. Where are you going, Doc? You you got to know what she did. Are you going to brain punch him? (laughs) Brain punch him? (laughs) No, you know, that mage's a-hole may be back, so we better keep him healthy. 
So uh, you're you're walking down towards the uh, loading area that Lester had had described before, and as you 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 walk across the the you know concrete drive area and down the other side, you can see this very large uh, beat down path. It looks like a herd of rhinoceros came through here, uh, heading down towards the river. And as you're as you're examining footprints, you find footprints that look very similar uh, to what a big pink might leave behind. I, might whistle I mean, up, I don't uh, know how they didn't recognize her. I mean, she's so obviously Blair. I mean, I'm gonna whistle up Coyote at this point. Okay, now Coyote, you were picking out your cell phone. Yeah, I, yeah, I texted Hair Trigger. Okay, and what did you text Hair Trigger? Uh, well, for the audience at home, I, I texted you. Okay, sorry, I got caught up in something. But once the doc whistles me over, I kind of look back towards the water, and I shrug, and I walk over there. Okay. Uh, hair trigger? Yes. Where did you uh, teleport to? Um, I teleported back to the base um, just to kind of arm myself a little bit more. I think I had my guns, but now I have my guns and my shock sticks on me. Okay. Um, just kind of fortifying myself a little bit more, um, keeping an eye on my phone. And you see the text come through? And uh, what did the text say? I'm sorry. <laughs> Says you okay? Sorry, I got caught up I in caught something. Up in it's from the coyote. Okay. Uh, so I respond back. Doing okay. Ready to come back. How are things going there? I text her back. Uh, sit- situation uh, stabilized. You can come back. But uh, okay, and I'll, I'll just text back. Okay, where are you? Because I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to teleport back to the tea teacups. Oh God, no. <laughs> It's like a killing, the teacups are like the killing field of the. They sport. really are. I tell, I tell her, to, I tell her to come back to the lighthouse, and then she'll see us down there. Uh, okay, yeah. so I, I I port back. Okay, and you see, I'm, I get this right. We're having her port back to the highest local geographic landmark. Uh huh. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody anything. They can. <laughs> I ported to the ground next to the lighthouse, <laughs> preferably somewhere shadowy. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, as Coyote comes over, like, hey, Kimosabe, what do you, uh, what do you make of this? That is a lot of horses. <laughs> a lot of pink horses, maybe. Clydesdales, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, they could have been them, yeah. Big school. <laughs> Big school. And it looks like they uh, wandered into the water. So, uh, Can I'm going to look around. Underwater? You, you guys took them apart, didn't you? Uh, oof, I don't know if we checked for gills. Maybe maybe they went all limbing on us. Maybe they're just out there floating around out to, you, out to sea. You did check that they they were still breathing, though, when you gave them the uh, gold the gold schlager or whatever you gave them before. The gold zine. Oh, I'm sure we did, but that doesn't so mean they, they don't breathe air. Better. But they might have, like, redundant gills that open up when they're underwater. Yeah, because you didn't have those lying around. Um, Aaron, In- I'm going to look... I'm gonna look for a, a a a number for this building, like an ad, like a street number. And you find it? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Ricochet. Hey, why don't you have your nerd buddy see who owns this building? I give him the address. Nerd I bet buddy he could do that. I'll give Lester a call. It's uh, 435 Carnival Road. Lester's like, oh, that's my property. Oh, wait. A <laughs> so I, I'm assuming someone filled me in on everything, including why. Uh, Riptide is, is helping us. Sure. Well, yeah, basically, I showed up, I showed up, and then Mages stood down. That's basically what happened. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened, yes. So, uh, Riptide? Yeah. You are following the uh, cable out, and, and, you know, you 
the the river you know broadens as it uh, you know gets towards the uh, the ocean, but between the end of the river and uh, the ocean is uh, Dogger Island, which is where the cable uh-huh. leads to. I oh see. snap! And you you okay. rise up and your head just kind of bobbing and you can see the you know it's nighttime and so you can see the campfires and whatnot you know within the 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 walls of, of the the giant penitentiary uh, island and and the the cable runs right up uh, just beneath the shoreline and goes into the ground. Okay, all right. Well, I'm heading back. Okay. You uh, come out of the uh, out of the river and you see uh, the uh, Knights of Rainsboro, uh, complete with hair trigger, uh, standing on the riverbanks. Oh, you're back! You're not going to hit me this time. Shoot him! Shoot him! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say reaching just in case for my guns. Finish no, him. no, no, and I, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I was, I got off on the wrong foot. I was on the wrong side of things there so i apologize yeah, sorry about oh. the bruising man but you, you kind of wrapped eels around my my friend here and she don't look like she's into tentacles yeah <laughs> yeah I, I've, I've got my eye on you spanky hey, let's uh <laughs> let's focus for a second obviously oh. a, a herd of big pinks came through here uh riptide what what did you find underwater well i didn't find uh, uh I didn't find any uh, openings or any uh, secret uh, spots underneath there, but I did see a big fat cable runs from the uh, city out to Dogger Island. Uh, I don't know if maybe that's supposed to be there or not, but when, uh, where does, does it end somewhere over here? Uh, yeah, up the uh, up the river a ways. It just kind of buries itself in the uh, in the uh, south bank. Oh, guys, uh, you know these things are genetically made. They're like grown. They're not like superheroes they're not like they don't have powers is there any reason to suspect that they lose their natural strength and endurance and toughness just because they're over on dogger i don't really know how dogger works nobody knows how dogger works i'm just saying these guys are uh built this way essentially why would they be over at dogger well if you want to bust a bunch of people out of a place well I, i guess two ways one if you want to bust out all the bad guys march a army of superhuman pink soldiers over there to bust a place up to let them out. Uh, two, if you're some sort of crazy vigilante, you could march them over there to slaughter all the bad guys. Or maybe it'd be a good place to hide because we don't usually look over there. No one uh, goes also, over there. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, uh, I don't think Aaron, any of these options you, sound good. Aaron, you no. said I saw a bunch of fires over there? Yeah, but it's typical. The uh, It's you know, it, it's sort of you know anarchy within the confines right. of the islands. So, you know, think think a, escape from New York. You know, they're just gotcha. the, the the regular campfires and whatnot they have. Well, um, I don't know how that place got its power, and I don't know if this is supposed to be a power cable or something. But we could see uh, like if there's a a building uh, where it terminates up here on the south bank. Maybe there's something going on in there. Uh, that that's those logicals. The next step. Let's let's look for it. Okay. All right. So, uh, what are you guys going to do? You're going to follow to where the the cable terminates on the Rainsboro side, right? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, safer. tell me how y'all are getting there. Well, it's not too far, right? I mean, it's not like it's a mile away or anything, right? No, it, it's it's actually a couple of miles away. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's it's a good ways away. Uh, well, I guess I'm jogging. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, can I teleport to see where it ends and then hop back? You can, and then take uh, everybody. Well, well, I figured I would. 
I guess I could take everybody. Yeah, we can all teleport. Yeah. So we that can clear like fun. Yeah. So uh, I can teleport us all there. Can I? Can I see generally where it ends so I can teleport us there? Um, you would you would need to visualize it, and so you don't know where it is. You just know it's in the general vicinity. So uh, Riptide perhaps might need to take you there, and then you could come back and get everybody else. Or you could do short hops, you know, line of sight hops in True. the general direction. You could do that going. as well. And True. Nightcrawler. Yeah. Anybody got, anybody, got anybody got a phone with GPS? Bring well, I'm going to do the show you. I'm going to do the latter option regardless because I don't trust Riptide just yet. He's your soulmate. What's GPS? So you're going to this phone have that? You're going to do the short. You're going to do the short distance jumps. Yeah, I'm going to do the short distance jumps. So takes you a little bit longer uh, to get there, and and uh, I'm going to as we appear there. I need each of y'all to make a uh, vigor roll for me. Sand Uh, check. What? uh Oh. With with, with a wild die. Uh, Yes. So uh, the target you guys are looking for is a seven. I fail. That would be a no. Seven. Okay, so uh, Coyote's okay. Oh, please. Oh, yeah, uh, Paul. Paul. Yes. You don't yes. need to roll. Paul, are you pulling up an app? No, maybe. God, Paul, um, do you still not have dice? I do. I just have them upstairs. I want it so hard to walk upstairs and get my dice. What if <laughs> you said I don't have to roll? You don't need to roll. Oh, okay. Well, my dice exploded anyway. But, yeah, okay. whatevs. Um, so who who was successful? All I heard was Coyote. Riptide failed. Okay, so I, and I heard that Andrew failed. Correct. And I failed. And, okay, so... Um, A bunch you, of failed. You guys appear there, and uh, Ricochet, Necropath, and Riptide all throw up on the last jump. <laughs> and just, I mean, I fall to their knees. I mean, just, you know, puking up their toenails. Uh, Coyote, you narrowly avoid getting splashed on by Ricochet. Oh, was, oh God! Uh, oh. It was a very efficient uh, HT, but not as not as fun as the last time. And I wink. I'll say, uh, can I make a suggestion? You guys need a nightmobile. <laughs> I, I could build I one of I those. Have, I have a horse. It's we have one. Just jump. It, it, it is on your project list. Oh, well, you, you, you do have the Prius. Yeah, so I was going to say, we have one. It's called, it's called a Prius. Oh, <laughs> is there another hero group in town? <laughs> we, we've totally got to have some, right some artwork done of a real tricked-out Prius. <laughs> nice. Uh, with, all of, with all of you guys crammed into it. You know? And a ricochet bumper sticker. It's like, it's like a fucking clown car. <laughs> the ricochet mobile is just going to look like a NASCAR. You know, it's going to have ads everywhere. It's going to look like Will Ferrell's uh, NASCAR from Talladega Nights. He put it on his windshield. Well, that seems dangerous, but. <laughs> so uh, you guys are collecting yourselves. You're standing on the riverbank uh, with trees all around. It's a wooded area. Riptide, you're able to, to gesture out, you know, to where you saw the, the uh, cable plunge underground. And I am uh, I'm echolocating like crazy. By the way, you guys you guys notice that Coyote has gone strangely silent. Uh, I'm going to glance over at him. I, I I'm just stunned. So that's what they get from. And that's where we're ending tonight. Knights of Rainsboro is a production of IdeologyofMadness.com. Intro music generously provided by Derek. For more information about Derek and his music, visit PenMachine.com. Outro music is provided courtesy of Dan Kelso. You can find these and other great pod safe tunes at musicalley.com. 
All goat sex involved in the production of this podcast was purely consensual.